The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. If you've ever been to the dedication of some government facility or some community building, some corporate office, you know that typically they are attended by a great deal of ceremony, pomp and circumstance. It's, it's a big deal. It's a time to celebrate. Well, when we come to Psalm 30, we are coming to the dedication of a house. Now, the house that's being dedicated is not just any house. It is the king's house. It's David's own private residence. You'll remember that David desired so much to build a house for the Lord, and God would not permit him to do that. He let him gather all the materials, but he reserved that for his son Solomon to do. Years later, Solomon would complete the building of the temple. Uh, but God said to David, I'm going to build you a house. Of course, referring more than just the physical structure, but uh, the family and the throne and the future of Israel. But in Psalm 30, David finally completes the construction of his own home. As a matter of fact, in your Bible, just above verse 1 of Psalm 30, you'll see a little inscription that says a psalm and song at the dedication of the house of David. So this is a deeply personal psalm for David, but I'm going to challenge you to make it personal in your own life, for your heart, for your home. Is your family dedicated to God? Has your home been dedicated to the Lord? Sometimes we get this idea that when we walk into church, oh, now we're on holy ground. Friend, all ground is holy ground for a Christian. Now look, you can be in the presence of God in your own home. Uh, we don't go to a church house to get into God's presence. We go to a church house to be with God's people, to exhort one another. But the reality is we should be living every day in the presence of God in the privacy of our own home. And I'll remind you that no one is a greater Christian than the Christian they are in the privacy of their own home. So I want to read through Psalm 30 with you in three parts because there are three basic things that David does at the dedication of his house that I think we can do in our own homes. Here's the first one. If you begin reading in verse number 1, David says, I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of His, and give thanks at the remembrance of His holiness. For His anger endureth but a moment. In His favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by thy favor thou hast made my mountain to stand strong. Thou didst tide thy face, and I was troubled. So the first thing David does is he ponders his past. He goes back in his mind. You know, memory is a marvelous gift from God to us, and it is one of the ways to keep your heart stirred up and sensitive to the Lord. And that's exactly what the psalmist does. In the first seven verses of Psalm 30, he just ponders. He sits somewhere and he meditates on the goodness and the faithfulness and the holiness of God. He said, look, there have been times I thought I was going to go down into the pit, but now remember where he is. He's in the palace. 
So David is saying, I am not where I could have been, where I should have been, where I would have been apart from the grace of God. Instead, I'm here in my own house. I'm in safety. The Lord has helped me. He brought me through the nighttime hours. Weeping endured for a night, but joy came in the morning. And so, I want to challenge you, first of all, with your family and in your home to ponder the goodness of God. Talk about it. When you sit around your dinner table, by the way, that's a novel idea. Have a meal together as a family. And when you sit around the dinner table, don't just talk about sports and politics and school and work. Talk about the goodness of God. Reflect on the blessings of the Lord. Rehearse with your children how God has met the needs of your family, things they may not even know about. It's good for the next generation to hear that in our generation, God has seen us through. It will increase their faith. And so, if you want to sanctify your home, if you want to set apart your household to the Lord and dedicate it to God, first of all, ponder the Lord. I love this expression in verse number 4, the remembrance of His holiness. It's not simply that we're remembering what all He's done for us. We're remembering who He is. It's not about us. It's all about Him. Then there's a second thing that David does, beginning in verse number 8. He says, I cried to thee, O Lord, and unto the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Shall the dust praise thee? Shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper. So here's the second thing he does. He not only ponders, he prays. I wonder, uh, do you have a praying family? You know, many years ago, people used to use the expression, have a family altar. They meant by that a time when the family reads the Bible, prays together, uh, worships together in your own home. And yet that's really fallen in disrepair. It's fallen by the wayside. Instead, we have family media time, family movie night, family television, family everything. But when was the last time you had a family prayer? When you held hands and talked to God together? You see, when you ponder, you're talking to one another about God. But when you pray, you're talking to God. And I want you to know, you never really know the hearts of the people you love until you hear them pray. It's the most intimate conversation there is. A person bears their soul when they pray. And so I want to challenge you to pray with your family and pray for your family. Do you remember when the Lord Jesus cleansed the temple? And what did He say? He said, My Father's house is to be a house of what? Prayer. You see, the Father has always wanted prayer in His house. Well, I want to tell you today that in this New Testament economy, we don't go to a temple to meet with God. In fact, we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. We can meet with God wherever we are. So may I ask you this question? Is your house a house of prayer? Is your life a life of prayer? Is your family a family of prayer? If you want to dedicate your home to the Lord, not only do you need to ponder, you need to pray. Then there's a third thing that David does, and this is the way the psalm ends. Beginning in verse number 11, he says, Thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. And do you see all through this psalm, all the turning points? It was God who turned him from the pit to the palace. It was God who turned him from death to life. It was God who turned him from anger to favor. It was God who turned him from weeping to joy. It was God who now has turned him from mourning into dancing. And then he says, Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness to the end. That's a great way to end the psalm, isn't it? To the end, that my glory may sing praise to thee and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. 
And so he moves from pondering, that's thinking and talking about the goodness of God, to praying, that's communing with God directly, to now praising. If you want your home to be a holy place, fill it with the praise of God. Why? God inhabits the praises of His people. Nothing brings you more consciously into God's presence than praise does. That's why the Bible says, enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him and bless His name. Would you like the joy of the Lord in your home? Then stop grumbling and start to be grateful. Would you like the joy of the Lord in your home? Then stop fussing and fighting and start giving God glory and talking about the goodness of God. It's a choice. It's not just a feeling. It's a choice. That's why he ends Psalm 30 with these words, O Lord my God, I will. I will give thanks unto Thee forever. Would you say that today? I will ponder the goodness of God and talk about it. I will pray and I will give Him praise and thanks forever. My friend, if you'll do these three things as surely as David did, you'll be able to dedicate your house and your family to the Lord and I think you'll see a tremendous difference made in your home. Begin today to dedicate your household to God. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today, finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms, along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you, and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.